Join us, Sarah and Georgia, as we help you get to grips with money and take control of your finances in a fun and simple way. We talk all things money from investments, pensions and benefits to your mindset of our money and steps we can take to improve your relationship with money. Together, we've got this. Hi, welcome to episode 33 of the Money Confidence Podcast. On this episode, Georgia and I are talking about, well, I'll tell you what's happened. I have been just listening to loads of podcasts, reading loads of books. I've I've been like listening to loads of TED Talks, like reading articles. This is what Ooh. I've been doing. Yeah. I've Sarah's been, been doing like, all the research while I've been. It's It's like, I feel like I'm back at uni preparing for a dissertation yeah yeah collecting all the information (laughs) i quite like it i'm feeling a bit like a pop star today guys because um my mic stand won't fit on the table because i haven't sorted myself properly so i'm currently (laughs) holding it like a little holding it like britney yeah well if you want to burst into song at any point feel free oh jazz it up yeah my cough is finally going so so i've gone down this hole of just being a researcher <laughs> yeah uh just doing your dissertation doing my dissertation and i could go on for ages but george has got limited time because you've got you're on your lunch break aren't you georgia i am on my lunch break today george is yeah. on a lunch break at work can i say that you've got a new job i suppose you can say i've got a new job i've got <laughs> george's got a new job george's got a new job that's why you weren't there last week was yes it? yeah it was all a bit <laughs> It was all a bit much last week. Was I that the first a new job? You started a new job. You had a cold. I had a cold, and then I had a thing on Saturday. What and thing? Or well, we were having a party, but then George. George party. Yeah, George. Where's my invite? Where's your invite? Where was my invite? Well, it was mainly what? George's friends, to be honest. <laughs> um. Um, I was Very in lovely. I was in your neck of the woods on Saturday. I could have popped in, said hi. I oh, should have popped in. I was in. What Redding. were you doing? Oh, I All was right. meeting a couple of workmates, old workmates, oh, ex work oh, colleagues. Nice. Yeah. So I, this is basically twenty points that splurred up my head. <laughs> um, wow. On just just about finances and money that I think is really important. We're going to take one at a time, George. So I'll start and then you can do the second one. Yeah. Um, it's just some comments, some statements about money and finances. Right. So number one, stop thinking about money in terms of material things it can buy. Start thinking about the freedom and independence it can give you. There are loads of examples of financially wealthy people going bankrupt. Not to pick on him, but Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson had a lifestyle which costed him, well, it was reputed to cost $400,000 a month. Um, he earned, oh wow. I know, he earned around $300 million, but he ended up going bankrupt. Um, the same for MC Hammer, although he did become wealthy again as he changed his relationship with money and stopped seeing it as a means to buy things. And really interesting fact is that you're more likely to go bankrupt if you won the jackpot on the lottery than if you'd never won it at all. Wow, that is that's you, actually really interesting because yeah. I've heard of a lot of people winning the lottery that have lost money. Mm. It's just that mindset. You, people think money's for spending. It's not just for spending, which goes yeah. on to the next point, Giorgio, which is number two. Uh, so the best thing money can buy is time and freedom. 
freedom to live life on your terms and freedom from financial stress and freedom to do what you want and work for who you want. I think that's a really interesting one. Like things that I think are often spoken about is things like maybe a cleaner, getting a cleaner in and stuff. People say, oh, well, I don't want to spend that money. But when you think of the freedom that that can give you, you know, spend more time with your children, et cetera. Yeah, I think it's about getting clear on your values and what's important yeah. to you. The a reason why a lot of people don't save money is because they just spend it. They just spend yeah. it on on like material things. Whereas if you save it, start investing it, um, then you can actually have a pot of money that can be used. As you could take some time off work to do what you want. Yeah, you don't have to be like live paycheck to paycheck. Okay. It gives you freedom. So number three is. It may help you, but you don't need to be a high earner to obtain financial freedom. It's about limiting needs and valuing financial independence over keeping up with the Joneses. So high income earners often go broke while low income earners get there. What do you mean by get there? I mean, as in they get, they get to financial freedom. Uh, okay. So yeah. a lot of, yeah, a lot of high income earners will just lose their money because they'll end up spending on things they don't really need yeah. um, or just on material things where a lot of low income earners will achieve financial freedom. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Because it's about what you value and when you can just, or when you believe you can just buy whatever you want, whenever you want, then, you know, that can cause problems in and about itself, can't it? Uh, so the next one is money is a tool and not a goal in itself. So people accumulate money for the sake of accumulating money. So the goal is to enjoy your life, to live it in line with your values. You know, you could do things like take time out of work, travel, give you time, and it can give you time back to spend with your family and friends for the sake of, you know, yeah, so you don't need to work yourself into the ground until you're retired. You'll never get back those moments. There's that really... um famous thing isn't there when you know when you're young you have loads of time but not enough money to do all the things you want and then you know in the middle stages of your life you have loads of money but not much time um because you know you're working constantly and then um you know when you get later in life you've got the time you could you've got the money but you often don't have the you know the health or the opportunities to do the same things but it's almost like society's made us that way. Yeah. You know, that's what we're expected to do. Well, it comes on to my next point, actually. My next point, number five, is question everything. Don't just do things just because that's what you think you should do. Don't just do things automatically. What would, so always just question things. Um, so what would you do if there were no expectations or judgment? What are your values? Does what you're doing align with your values? Just yeah, I and, think. Sorry, go on, Josh. Oh, sorry, no, go I was on. just going to say, I think that a really, really interesting, interesting one. And I actually had someone, you know, I was having a conversation about what I want, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, with someone recently, and they said, "But what about all all of life's milestones?" And I said, "Well, I don't have the same milestones as everyone else, you know. Like people perceive." that you have to do certain things in life. You have to buy a house and get married and have children and, you know, do X, Y, Z. And that's not, you know, the reality for everybody. Mm. 
And I, I think there's a lot of societal pressure, especially on women, to do all those things, I think. But I don't think, you, I think a lot of people just live life on autopilot and you yeah. don't, they don't question it. Like, why are you actually doing it? Is yeah. it actually making you happy? You're just doing it because of what other people think you should do. Yeah. Or what you've seen growing up, but it doesn't make it right. What bite is what works for you? Like the whole thing about just working and working and working yourself into a ground until you're retired. I mean, what? That's crazy. Yeah. It's like that hustle culture, isn't it? Of, you know, work hard and you reap the rewards later. And, you know, that doesn't have to be the case for everyone. Yeah. But instead of spending money on things, well, we're surrounded by it all the time. It's marketing that want you to spend your money here and now on the latest gadget or whatever. Um, but you have to, re- instead of just spending it on that, resist the urge and, and put it towards your future self. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, put it's it towards like, you know, something. Black Friday and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. But put that money towards something meaningful, like yeah. freedom. Like, why don't you have a, have a pot of money where you can take a few months off work? Yeah. And travel or something, or just have that few months of work to yourself. Yeah. And if you've got some savings, behind you you can be more in control of your life can't you because you're not working paycheck to paycheck you're not worried about your employer sacking you you can say to your employer okay fine i'm leaving yeah and you'll have money that we can tie you over for a year or whatever exactly you find a job that you really want yeah number six it's what ties in number six georgia is don't just do things for money so if you had enough money to reach all your financial goals, what would this new job allow you to do? Well, no, for example, yeah. So for example, if you got, if you got a new job, got offered a job of promotion, don't yeah. just take it because of the money. So for example, think, uh, yeah, if you had enough money to reach all your financial goals, what would this new job allow you to do? Oh, I see. And no, why are you actually doing it? Like, ask apart yourself from the why you're doing it. Yeah. Apart from will it actually serve you and your lifestyle and make you happy? Mm-hmm. Or is there a reason other than money why you're doing it? Yeah. I think that's, it's an important, I think it's an important thing to talk about, especially, you know, don't just do things for money. I completely agree with the, the statement. I think, however, you know, sometimes we all need to realize that you know with money does come freedom but I think yeah it's about weighing up the the money that you may get from a better paid job whether you can actually use that for financial freedom or if you're so tied down and so busy all the time with that job that it's not giving you any freedom because you've just got no time yeah I think it's just questioning everything rather than just going on autopilot saying yeah I must take this job I must take it but if that job's going to make you really stressed it was going to make you really ill yeah like why are you taking that job um and some people have enough already i mean not many but some people like especially like the older people might have enough money to live a comfortable life yeah but they haven't actually sort of done the maths and figured out whether they do have enough money um and they don't really need to take that job but i just think it, it just brings awareness of you know why why do you really apart from the money take the money side out of it why do you really want this job like yeah but you might really want it like it might be in line with your values you might want it because you can make a bigger impact but if you're going to take a job that is more money but it's going to be really you're going to hate it it's going to make your life miserable then you know really weigh that up like is it actually worth it so the next one is 
Seven, do not relate money to yourself. So your self-worth and the amount of money you have are not linked. So a lot of people link their self-worth to how much money you have. But money is just a tool. It has no reflection on whether a person is good or bad. So someone with lots of money can be good or bad. Someone with no money can be good or bad. Do not link money to yourself. So if you're saying to yourself, I am bad with money, that I am, that I am statement, you're linking it to yourself. You need to stop doing that. Yeah. Okay, number Number eight. Eight is about embracing change. Embrace change. Lots of people don't like change. Your brain doesn't like change. Your brain favors what's familiar to you but it's really important Mm. to question everything um you know things aren't working if there's better ways to do something embrace it yeah number nine know that you can manage your own money and that investing is not hard you just have to be taught how so investing is made to seem harder than it really is um yeah you just need to learn how to do it it doesn't have to be hard trust me it really doesn't have to be hard and also there's too much information out there. You look at your phone, you start Googling about investing. It's just, it's just information overload, but you need to, you need to know that you can manage your own money and investing is not hard. Yeah. Okay. So number 10, and I think this is really important. Forgive your past financial mistakes. So they are part of your past self and now you've moved forward. So you need to let them go. So I think that's, that's something really important. And I think everyone probably needs to get better at doing that. You know, you learn from past mistakes and maybe, you know, if you hadn't done X, Y, Z with money, maybe you might not be in a better position that you are in now. So I think that's really important. Mm. Yeah. If you hold on to it, you're just going to feel these negative emotions like guilt, shame. Exactly. Yeah. So you just, you know, you've, you've done it. It's over. Everyone makes mistakes. We've all done it. Exactly. They served you in the past and just move on. Um, number 11, bring awareness to your own beliefs, emotions and behaviors around money. So understand that we all have our own unique beliefs around money, which inform our behaviors and habits. So every individual has their own beliefs and behaviors around money and they're mainly formed in childhood from sort of what you saw growing up, how you were brought up, what you saw and what you heard. Um, or what you observed growing up. Um, so question it because you've got these beliefs around money that you think are true and you think that's the way it should be, but it's not. That's just, you've seen, you've had these experiences and you've attached a meaning, a perception to what you've experienced. And now you've inf- formed these beliefs around it. So you need to really bring awareness to what your beliefs are and behaviors around money. And that can really change your financial future. Yeah, I think that brings us quite n- nicely onto the next one, doesn't it? Number 12, which is yeah. not judging someone who makes a financial decision you would not make. Because like Sarah was saying, you know, it's all about the experiences that they have learned and they have been taught um, and just allowing people to make their own decisions. Yeah. So don't judge. Yeah. Their experiences have taught them to make that decision. Um, we do this a lot of our partners because we attract the opposite yeah um, we track the opposite uh, money beliefs so you just got to remember that it's their experiences um and that have formed their beliefs and that's why they behave a certain way around money yeah so number 13 work on forming good habits so small consistent behaviors will add up to great things so start so don't just try and do everything at once start small and just be consistent yeah 
and the next one yeah Oh. I was just saying, for example, like saving a little bit each month, making yeah. it automatic. And the next one is stop comparing yourself to others. Um, I think Sarah Theodore Roosevelt, didn't he, said comparison <laughs> is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. He did. And it's so yeah. true. You know, you can sit, especially like in this age of social media, you can sit comparing yourself to all these people going, well, they're doing this and I'm doing this and what they've got a better life than me. They've got more money than me. Um, yeah, you just need to, I think there comes a time where you just need to, um, be really comfortable with yourself and your life and your choices and that things always aren't always what they seem to be. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast, um, and he was saying that our mental health it's getting worse because of social media because we're sat at a desk working scrolling through our phone and all we see is like someone with a new car or on holiday Mm -hmm. or in this house like we don't actually see what sits behind the picture but it's it's adding to like anxiety and depression yeah you don't see that yeah okay that person's got that lovely new car but that car's on finance and they're working you know 16 hours a day to try and do X, Y, Z so that they can afford that car. So it's, you know, it's important to make sure that we don't make rash comparisons. You know that, George, apparently the average adult checks their phone over 150 times a day and these figures are just going up, up and up. That's crazy. Because we have them next to us all the time. Yeah, that's very true. Very, very true. Oh, yeah, so that comparing yourself, don't just compare yourself with yourself so where you are now from where you were like a year ago or five years ago don't compare yourself to anyone else everyone's different got their own values got their own path and yeah as georgia said you don't know what sits behind most of them social media posts exactly um so where are we number 15 don't make financial decisions based solely on experiences don't make financial decisions based solely on experiences because our world how we perceive it it's based on our own experiences. You need to collect yeah. information and see things from other points of view. Number 16, always consider your future self and make provision for them. So we're so wired, especially now with online ordering, um, PlayStation games, scrolling on your phone for like instant gratification, that instant you click the order button and you get this up buzz almost you know that lasts all of two minutes but you know it's all about delayed gratification you can do that by things like a vision board um, and in the future you know you'll be you will be grateful in the future Um, and just it's thinking about the bigger picture isn't it apparently it is addictive you know Mm. over um, like when you when you make a purchase yeah because a lot of us spend like when we're emotional, when we're sad or yeah. stressed or bored. Um, so it can temporarily dull those negative emotions and give a rush of endorphins. Um, yes. And this makes you feel better about yourself in the moment. It's a bit like drugs and alcohol, Georgia. It is. It is. But then what happens is you get into this cycle. Um, so these endorphins like create a cycle of repeat. Our body wants to um, feel those good hormones and feelings again. So then you you get into this cycle and then you start forming habits, for example, like overspending. Yeah. um, And then it's harder to break the cycle, but you can break the cycle. Of course you can. Of course you can. You just need to be aware of it. Yeah. 
um, and then start making changes. Number 17 is don't overthink. Overthinking can lead to paralysis and doing nothing. So it's better just to start, start little, get going and learn from it. Like this podcast, Georgia. Exactly. And we were really shy. Do you remember? Like, really we were like, oh, you started. No, you started. Because it's weird. Like when you don't do something, when you're not used to doing something, yeah. it feels it feels unsafe because your brain's not used to it. Out your comfort yeah. zone, Georgia. But you embrace should... the change. Yeah, out of your comfort zone. But now we've exactly. been doing it. It's like a pattern. We keep doing it. And it's not so... Yeah. It feels second nature now. I do it in my sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like with anything, isn't it? Just got to start. Yeah. And don't start massive because then like you'll scare yourself. No, exactly. Small, yeah, small, small steps in the right direction. Often. It's all about going in that right direction. Yeah. Okay. Number it 18. Is on your own journey. Is, oh, it is. Um, um, is it you or me? Number 18 is be intentional. Um, which is intentional spending and intentional saving. So you can create a spending and saving plan that is in line with your core values and that is meaningful. Yeah, I mean, this is this will help people that buy on impulse um, or you just see something, walk past a shop and be like, oh yeah, I'll have that. Be intentional, like do you actually need it? Align your spending, you know, with what you actually need and you know, in line, in line with like what's important to you. Again, with savings, I have like yeah, savings some- pots as well. You know, like holiday pot, my joy yeah. pot, my treat myself pot. Also, don't forget if you're self-employed, your tax pot, if you've got a business, yeah. your VAT pot and all that. But have little pots because then yeah. you're, giving, you're giving your money a purpose. Mm-hmm. Number 19 is remember to be grateful for what you have. This is important because I think a lot of people forget to forget it. Like live in the present moment and be present and just remember what you're at, you know, the things that you're grateful for. If you've got a roof over your head and a hot meal, you're doing better than a lot of people. And you're on the next, the last one, the final number 20. The last one, number 20 is start now, no matter where you are in life and believe financial freedom is possible. Sarah's provided me with a beautiful quote here from Henry Ford. Whether you believe you can do a thing or not, you are right. It's it's basically the power of believing. Like if you believe you can do something, you can. If you believe you can't do it, you can't. It's like importance of like how the the way you talk to yourself, you know, how you treat yourself and basically believe you can, believe you can and you will. But I, I do believe that you know, wherever you are, because a lot of people limit themselves by saying, I can't do it. I've left it too late. You haven't left it too late. Start now and yeah, you will be fine. Just to give you an example, MC Hammer, he became really rich. Then he went bankrupt. So he, he had to start all again. Mm-hmm. And now he's, now he's, well, they, apparently now he's wealthy because there's a difference between rich and wealthy. Rich is just having yeah. loads of money. Wealthy is, you know, actually having meaning behind it and living life yeah, no. how you want to. But yeah, he, he went from nothing to now he's he's made, you know, he's doing really well again. Exactly, exactly. Everything is temporary. Everything is temporary. But yeah, and there's um, 
as long as you're going on the right path, you will get there. So all these little yes. habits that you're creating, all these habits that are supporting you will get you to where you want to be. Yes. Yes, they will. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Everything oh, yes, good, it is. Everything good takes time. Good things come to those who wait. It's like this thing, time in the market, not timing the market. It's all about exactly. time, going in the right direction, believing in yourself and bringing awareness. The bringing awareness is vital because we all, yeah. most of us are living on autopilot. Exactly. Aren't we, Georgia? You look like, yes, we are. like you're zombied out. <laughs> no, no, I was, I was genuinely just thinking about all these things you've said and how actually really important they are. You actually? Yeah, no, genuinely. Oh, good. Because I'll come up with 20 more next week, Georgia. Yeah, no, I spend, that's definitely a learning, a learning experience. Even when you know these things, like, you know, when like, you actually start talking about them and then you think about like you're reflecting. The best thing to do is write it down. Get write it, actually write it down because it gets it out of your head. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been really helpful, actually. And I think everyone at home will also find it helpful. Well, that's good, isn't it? It is. And I think it's so important to always question yourself. There's always new information. There's always like new, better ways of doing things. Definitely. Keep growing. Keep going, everyone. Keep learning. Keep Keep going. Keep improving. You got this. Yeah, you got this. Cool. Well, next cool. week, going to give you some more little nuggets of Sounds nuggets of advice. Way. Yeah, yeah. Little um things to think about, especially, you know, as we're winding down for the end of the year, things to think about. You could maybe think about them over the Christmas period. Yeah. Get you in good stead for next year. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Okay, well, we will see you next week for some more little tips. Little tips, things to think about. Yeah, so I hope you've enjoyed it and we will see you next week. Yes, George is back to work now. I'm back to work, yeah. George has got to go back to work. Okay, speak soon. Bye. 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 All views expressed in this podcast are our own and not our employer's. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. Investments can go down as well as up and you might not get back the amount you put in, especially if you take your money out too early. Investments may be subject to tax. The impact of taxation and any tax reliefs depends on your circumstances.